I, I think you guys are making the right noise. I know there are certain challenges, of course, and I am as an I am, no matter what. You carry I am in your sleeves, and that's what we have been told and done that all over the years. Once you're branded, you're branded for life. Amazing in a way that we were actually the f putting up the foundation stone for just about everything. It's like we've been given an open canvas and we're trying to draw whatever we want to. So I thought I will not study at all when I go for an MBA. And I'm going to really live and do every other thing apart from focusing on the academy. And I think that was also one of the reasons that I found my partner, that she really liked that passion. Welcome, one and all, to the Shillong Saga. This is Swarnili, and I'm absolutely honored to host our very own Shillong all-time favorite, Mr. Tripurari Prasad from PGP8, the pilot batch of I Am Shillong. <laughs> so, sir, now we cannot let go of the fact that you found your life partner at Shillong. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we would really like to know uh, if you would like to shed some light on this particular chapter of your life. I'm sure it will be very beautiful. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, I think that there are some perks to be part of uh, starting something like, I think, what did we start at that time? What we used to call it? I don't know. Uh, was it footsteps or something we used to call it? TFM. Whatever the extra, no, the mentorship program. Footstep modules. The footsteps module. Yeah, so first we went for the like the external mentorship program. So there are always perks of that if you are in charge of <laughs> because then you get to know whom you want to mentor as well. <laughs> I think she was my, my mentee. Actually, that helped me to interact with a lot of other students. And she was one of the mentees. And we were mostly talking about uh, cracking Amshilong. We did the mentorship program first to attract a lot of students because that time our recognition was not that much probably than other IAMs. But yeah, having said so, being in that position, probably I misused that in a certain way. That I got to spend quite a lot of time with her before she joined the campus. And once she was in the campus, then it it worked well. And I think it 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 eventually is pretty organic. And that's what we see for most of the people who go to B schools, right? It's similar like doctors, same kind of a bird flock together. And we and then you can appreciate each other's challenges as well. And that's how, yeah, because you connected at that level, it worked. And not mostly because of what I've been doing in the Shillong. It's also at that time I used to write quite a bit. Um, and then we used to talk about a lot about economic crisis again a lot. So we used to be kind of nerd. And yeah, that somehow worked well for me in a way. Well, it definitely has worked really good. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, like next year, on uh, next year, we will be completing our 10th year anniversary now. Plus three years of dating before that in Shillong. Congratulations, sir, on that. Uh, incidentally, that we both were working for the same company. Um, so she joined HSBC after that she left and then joined Shell as well. And we've been with the same company. She has been with Shell, I think, nine years now. And I was more than 10 now. <laughs> Lovely. Far couple of Shells. <laughs> so, so in an era where... Uh, you know, job hopping is considered quite the normal every two years. You have been in the same company for close to 11 years. Yeah. So what Agreed. has been driving you? What was your motivating factor with respect to this decision? 
well i think my answer may not be so much relatable to the millennials now because i think their the value drivers are quite different and i think there are a couple of things uh, i always kept in mind uh, what i want to get out of a job um it should be like brand profile or money these are the three litmus test about taking doing anything in any any company um so if for example if i don't have the money then I want to take a job where the brand is good or the profile is good if the profile is bad then at least brand and money is good um so that has always been there um now early in the career itself when i joined i joined from the graduate program and that helped me to rotate quite a bit uh, within different functions and after that as well that we had internal policy of moving to different profile whatever we want every 3 years so either you take a promotion or also move over your profile so that kept the job quite interesting all this while it always gave you the certain learning which i wanted to have and where where also wanted to move into and then of course then the comfort factor of family work life balance also started to matter quite a bit which uh, led to sticking with shell me sitting over there and the best part of it is that this these are the companies i you should stick on because the kind of the respect they give to you in a way i was working with the vp of the company as an analyst and he used to take my answers on board and used to present it to to the executive presidents at that time so it used to give you a sense of importance also a meaning for what you have been doing if that meaning is there and that top it off that if you are getting paid for that then nothing works like it but having said so as probably i was um, mentioning that after 10 years i always so thought that there is a 10 years of itch was going on so just as i completed it i started looking out and just moved uh, resigned from shell uh i think again the decision was not um on multiple of the factors whether are you sitting in your comfort zone is this something like you have already picked out what more you can learn from there so all of that started to happen with me i started to make a career plan around it like once that you've been in a middle management position you will also start thinking about it how to move to the next level uh does it make sense to stick with a large company all the time because then there is a comfort and you're not taking the risk and you have one career right and i think with time our career life span is shortening up so i wanted to pack a bit more fun into it rather than just doing one thing and with one company now thank you so much sir so coming to your work life uh, you had shifted to uk for quite a while <laughs> how has your experience been so far uh, what are those particular differences that you have noticed in the work culture or let's say among the verticals of the industries between india and uk do you miss anything in particular in india well there are two parts of it i think one is personal uh, and one is professional personal i miss the comfort of life which is there in india it's very very hard to live in europe to be honest with 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 a child to be um because you don't have the comfort of nannies and your cooks and everything which you get done over there and everything you have to do on your own that makes that in a way nice that people will say that you become self sufficient you get used to working on your own which is good for your workouts and everything but it's it's all bs i guess grapes are sir i if you're getting money and if you have a nice comfortable life in india i would choose that i think all other things which are probably non tangible like you know clean air tap water is drinkable and all of that is nice 
which is okay uh, what i'm able to provide to my kid but i think i still like uh, the comfort of life in india quite a lot in terms of professional i do see there is a massive change uh, the kind of the work i used to do and we used to get there is a bit of see of difference um, so i think uh, P- and that should be true to all the students as well that need to think about it what kind of the company is doing and which market is focused if it's an mnc ma- uh, company and then you are working in um, india then a lot of work will be coming which is kind of being pushed your way which are probably not so value adding many times and that's why you see there is so much surge around the kpos of the world in india and a lot of back office work which comes through sorry to say use the word back office but a lot of these high value engineering or high value added work which happen which westerners says uh, happen in india and then and only because you have good talent at a low cost price and a lot of the work which happens from the strategy actual strategy making actual decision making happens in the western world but if you have a indian company for example let's say take a reliance or or any of that sort of the company then of course the strategy and the work is quite good in reaching itself but yeah the hardship is higher in there in terms of the work life balance so you need to probably balance it out what you want to do uh, about it people think that you know coming abroad and working is quite nice everybody has a charm around it of course you will get that from your professional life but think about from the personal life whether that makes sense to you as well or not uh, if you are making enough money then from a saving or from a financial point of view that may make more sense but yeah uh, i think professionally it helps quite a bit working in uk uh, it gives you a lot of perspective gives you a lot of exposure which uh, i believe i was not and the indian market was not so mature to give it that to me at that point of time and thanks to shall it allows me to travel across so many different countries and with working with so many different projects that also made it again possible in a way um so um i know you probably may go to one question but i think there was one point i would really want to make uh, around two things uh, one which i have noticed mostly uh, is a uh, difference when i see a, let's say a passed out mba pass out from uh, uk london or or netherlands or anywhere or us than in indian grads or our own employees back in india i you need to have a major shift on the attitude i believe we need to you really need to do that as culturally we cannot avoid that and that's how we have been always been as an indians we are that we are full of gratitude and a lot of modesty around us but sometimes there is always in every other conversation which i go to that sometimes this modesty and this being respectful is counted as being being more quiet or being more shy around what not speaking your mind so i think i really urge to you all of the guys or whoever is listening this that think about it um, to have a difference between them being gratitude versus a sense of entitlement when i talk to a dutch for example graduate or from a pass out from a let's say brit guy they come and talk to me in terms of that their entitlements yes that this is the work they are talking about very authoritatively very confidently and if they ask for a next promotion a next project or whatever that they are entitled to have that project because that's what their plan is whereas when we approach that we are so thankful that it's happening to us that we are so humbled about the whole experience and we really need to change that everyone is hiding you because you are good everyone is taking you because they also want to get their job done and that's where you need to change your attitude toward it so demand if you don't ask for it you will never get it and that's why we always keep lagging behind for the next promotion next movement to the international assignments etc
and i think the second point which i always saw that happened with me as well as i personally struggle was around the imposter syndrome i think we always think that we are not good enough whether we will be able to do that job or not uh even for example this role which i was taking uh, in the london i had my anxieties moments as well uh, that is a senior position where i'm moving into whether i am the right person to do it or not whether what if they will catch me whether i cannot do that but when you know and get into it you see that 90% of the people are not that smart enough <laughs> and you are the smartest in that room it's just you didn't say it aloud so start saying it aloud and believe in yourself and it have it, and things will work out come on we are an i am grads and nothing is impossible for us <laughs> oh my next question was what would be your two cents to anyone who is just uh, about to graduate i i think yeah, i would just Let's say a couple of things. Take risk. Don't be shy on that. There is enough market for people like you. And also, I think uh, I was um, what I was did wrong was that I was quite uh, fixed about my opinions about different subjects and different things. I'm a marketing guy. I don't need to do anything about finance sector. But now I'm doing mostly finance kind of work. So so be curious about it. Don't sign off anything that it's 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 not required. All of it will make sense later on. Just have some patience and be open about. Uh, going to any direction your career is taking you can plan as much as you can you are not sure that being doing a marketing you'll end up in an agency or being a finance guy you will end up being an investment banker so we will be closing it with a rapid fire okay. and oh uh, there's just one rule there could be no lies and you will not be allowed to think for a lot of time okay sure so let's start question number 1 Flaunted Shillong's duty to other college students. Yes. <laughs> Got influenced by Saskon's sustainability lessons. No. <laughs> That's a shocker. Went on the legacy trek. I no, I skipped that. I slept through. In my room. <laughs> Most famous landmark in Shillong. The flag post in Shillong. No. Shillong campus, Mayurbhanj campus. That's where most of the dates happen. I see. Most frequently visited restaurant. Uh that would be I think that has closed down. That was I think Bombay Bites or something it was used to call. What? They had a kick-ass uh, paneer butter masala. Had a bonfire and a movie night. Yes. Thanks to cultural committee. Visited <laughs> another institute for a competition. Yes, multiple. Favorite spot within Mayurbhanj campus? Oh, of course, Black Post. Favorite spot from Guwahati to Shillong? Umian Lake. Uh, so Diwali is on. Now I yeah. cannot let that slip away. So uh, just uh, <laughs> let us know what was uh, your experience of Diwali back on campus. I think it was amazing. Thanks to a lot of our Culcom member, uh, with the whole bonfire when it started. which got carried into the boys hostel we are missing so much of it <laughs> oh absolutely i miss i think i clearly remember our fresher party as well okay sir um so we are almost at the end of our questions um i would like to ask you our rant session to a sweet end with mr tripurari prasad We wish to see you on campus soon and hope even the rest of our participants get to hear from you how freezing career options in imagination barely seems to do the trick. 
and SWOT analysis might never ever go out of style, even when we are trying to figure out where to locate ourselves and at which point in our career. To my lovely audience, have a great weekend and let's get back to you on Friday with a new and fresh perspective from another lovely guest. Stay safe and keep listening.